You are listening to Ducks Hockey on Fire, your official home for Anaheim Ducks fan talk. Coach P and Hank discuss all the latest Anaheim Ducks news, results, standings, and anything else Anaheim Ducks hockey related. Morning Ducks fans, January 5th, Friday, 2018. The Ducks uh, played in Edmonton last night and succumbed to them in a shootout 2-1 to one, uh, after, a, after a hard fought game. Um, Ryan Kessler with the goal for Anaheim and Chris Russell with the goal for the Oilers and you know we don't we don't really pay too much attention to these shootout losses and, and wins because at the end of the day it's a team game but hey they're still big points and, and we left one on the board but we're back at it Saturday night against Calgary um, you know overall it was a, it was a hard fought game and, and I liked their compete level I thought our game was was real good I thought we we battled we competed we just couldn't get the puck in the back of the net for whatever reason and you know a point to point we're going to take it like you said you know a shootout it's it's obviously a difficult way to you know get win or lose a point uh you know it, it you you know you play a good game you feel like you know you you got something into it and then you know, in the headlines the next day, it says you lost when you really didn't. You didn't lose in hockey. You lost in a in a format that is not. You know, it's 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 part of the game, but it's not how we determine how a, a game is won or lost. Um, so I, I don't. I'm I'm like you. I don't put too too much stock into it. But at the end of the day, Edmonton gets the extra point. I don't think it hurts us that much. Um, other than the fact that uh, you know that extra point would help in the standings. Yeah, and then you know a couple of guys who stood out to me last night who had great games: um, Andrew Cogliano for the Ducks, and then Connor McDavid for the Oilers. I mean, that kid, he is explosive. I mean, every time he touches the puck, his stick handling is is as fast as his skating. He does everything at top speed, and and he backs people off. And there were you know the the goal that they scored was was uh, you know a rush that McDavid started, and just a, a beautiful pass to Chris Russell and making one nothing. And uh, he's a guy. It was the first time in his career that he'd gone three straight games without a point. So he 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 gets off the Schneid with that one. Um, but man, he's he's something special. How about the save on McDavid? McDavid at the end of the game, where on he, the breakaway. Well, he he uh, jumps in into the zone and he chips the puck outside to himself and crosses over a couple times to get to the puck and he's loose to have a shot and Gibby comes up with a huge club save to end the game. Yeah, uh, unreal. I mean, and and it's 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 funny to watch McDavid, you know, on on any breakaway because he's his stick handling is is so good that normally, you know, he goes you know five or six different ways and then you know you know just makes the goalie look foolish. But uh, Gibson didn't make any moves. He was patient, waited for the for the move by McDavid, and uh, he was right there. Gibson had one of his best games of the season last night, in my opinion. Um, not only was he was he solid, but but he made some great A saves, you know, on on multiple players, especially in overtime um, against Leon Drysaddle on the power play. Leon Drysaddle is a weapon on that right on that uh, right hash wall, you know, when when the one timers coming across, and and you know we saw that damage us a few times in the playoffs. And and, and, then, and then at the end of OT, we take a penalty and they get an opportunity. McDavid sends one over to the Drysaddle, and he just misses. Uh, it does, it looked like uh, Gibby got his glove up there, so I'm not sure if it would have gone in. 
but he had a really good chance uh, with time running out uh, in overtime. Yeah, he had half the net, and and I, you know, I looked at that replay, and uh, I don't, I don't know if Gibby would have gotten there. He had a lot of room. It was so it was, it was definitely close, but he he missed he missed the net, and he doesn't miss the net too often on that. But that was a really quick hard pass from McDavid to him, uh, and as strong as he is, he's he could he can get that thing off, but the the tough part is being real accurate with the pass that hard. Yep. So Chris Russell uh, scored in, in the second period, and then the Ducks get a fortunate uh, power play at the end of the second, come into the third period with a full sheet of clean ice, a minute 20 to go on the power play, and 17 seconds in, Cam Fowler rips a shot from the point, and we have the old double tip from Silverberg and Kessler, who are standing in front, and uh, Kessler gets his first goal of the year, and you could tell by his reaction, he was pretty pumped about that, and, it, and it's good to see him get rewarded. He's played really well since he's come back, and, and you can see the difference on the team. He's now back up to speed, and um, you know he's, he's, he's the old self, if not better. Well, two huge bodies standing in front of the net, and Fowler, like you said, absolutely rips one towards the net. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of traffic. You get that out in front of the net, and unfortunately for Edmonton, uh, you know, the, the puck goes off a couple of sticks to, to get, get to the back of the net. So one goal for Edmonton in their last three games. They got blanked 5 nothing twice in a row at home um i was listening to the to the pregame yesterday and that is the first time in nhl history that a team has gone five nothing at home in a row the team teams have done it before on the road uh and and teams have played at home and then gone on the road and come back and it's happened but never in in the history of it has a team got blanked five nothing back to back at home so you bet the oilers came into the game with a bit of a chip on their shoulder um and they they played pretty well. I you know I was impressed with their their compete level. Um, it, you know the, they're a struggling team this year, but you know they stood up tall to a Ducks team that's playing really well. And you got to tip their hat. They played they played a solid game. Well, they've been scratching and clawing all year long, hovering you know close to the 500 mark, and I think they've gotten to the 500 mark once or twice, and then they just keep falling off. They can't string uh, a bunch of games together where where they can get themselves over 500, give themselves a little breathing room, and start start climbing the ladder. They just they've they've struggled to make that happen. I, I'm not sure why. I think uh, they're an improved roster from what they were last year, in my opinion, but they just can't put it on the ice. Yeah, it's, it, I think different guys are not having the same year. A guy, a guy that sticks out to me that that, that was pretty invisible last night is uh, Drake Kajula, um, a real good player for them last year, especially in the playoffs. And he's been invisible pretty much all season. Uh, Drysaddle's not having his best year. He's he's been playing well in his last eleven games, but he's you know he's not having the year he had last year. Um, you know, it's it's impact players like that. You know, obviously McDavid, he's on his on his way to have another career season um, it's unbelievable he's got 168 games played and he's he's almost at 200 points in the NHL I mean that's that's pretty impressive so you know they, they, you're right they, they really do have an improved roster and and uh, it's 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 got Cam Talbot as well he's you know he's not having the year he had last year 42 wins last season um, you know led the league in wins and games played it's uh, you know things happen in the regular season and uh, I think a few of the beat writers in Edmonton I've been reading a few of their 
their stuff, and uh, you know some of them are writing writing this season off already. So I mean that's that's pretty tough tough living if you're in Edmonton. But I you know I wouldn't call it done. But they're you know they need to they need to really put a stretch of wins together here to to be in the picture. You know another player that really uh, that at least in my mind is not really playing to potential and really never has in a lot of ways is Ryan Nugent Hopkins who is supposed to be one of the top players at, you know and he's in his seventh year now uh, played over 400 games and you know right now he's got uh, he's got 29 points in 41 games he's a minus one I, I just I, I don't think they're getting as much out of him as they had hoped uh, or I mean, I'm just you know a, a player like him, him or you know they got rid of Jordan Eberle who I really liked as a player but he he was really never really played to his potential there either. I agree and 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 Nuge um, the Nuge as they call him there you know he's a guy who I really think Chiarelli Peter Chiarelli in the in the in the GM office I think he, they need to use him before this deadline you know and they need to get rid of him and 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 trade for a blue chip. Uh, you know, D-man prospect. The D is pretty solid in Edmonton, but you look at their lineup now. You know, you look at it, if you look at our team, I would say Cam Fowler is our go-to guy. You know, if not, if it if it's not, it's Lindholm or some someone like that. But you look at Edmonton, and you got a guy like Adam Larson, who's your number one defenseman. That's just not going to do it. And you know, you you need a guy that's going to come in. You know, in his early twenties, maybe maybe late twenties, someone. Um, who can really put the team on his shoulders and, and you know and take them take them higher levels? Um, uh, Nugent Hopkins is, is wasted talent in Edmonton. He like you said he hasn't done much uh, you know this season and, and really in his career there you know he's been an average player at best. Um, he's leading the Oilers in goals this year, which is something from Nugent Hopkins. He's a he's a really he's a playmaker. So that just kind of tells you where where his season is and. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I if I'm the GM, I'd I'd let him go and and you know try and package him together for for a real good uh, D prospect. Well, I've always liked Darnell Nurse. I, you know, I, yeah. he's not going to be a, a huge point guy, but he's going to chip in medium uh, amount of points over the course of the year for a defenseman, and he's a big, strong, sturdy D that can get a lot of minutes and. You know, I guess maybe I think you're right. You know, with Larson being the number one D, I think that makes it really difficult. They just haven't really shored up their their defensive core. Where you take a look at, you know, our D core, and there's just there's a lot of players there that that uh, that get the job done on a nightly basis. Yeah, they're just solid. You know, you need you need solid D man. You know, throughout through and through and. Um you know, like it's, it's something the Oilers have struggled with a lot. You know, they've always been up there with the number one, number two pick in the last eight years, it seems like, and they've always picked forwards. Uh, you know, they they picked Nurse with the with the sixth round or the sixth uh, overall pick a couple of years back. Um, you know, and, and he's a real good player. But you look at the other players taking in those drafts. Um, you know, like Cody CC and um, you know guys like that. Cody CC is a, a great player. I think he he would fit in their lineup pretty well. Um, Matt Dumba in, in Minnesota, you know, he's one one exciting player to watch. Um, 
it, it's it's little guys you know that can chip in in more points and, and sturdy up the decor. So, anyways, we're we're on the Calgary Saturday night, and uh, it's the last game before we close out and go on this uh, five uh, five day mandatory break, and uh, we're looking to close it out with another Pacific Division win. Well, Calgary puts together a, a pretty good game last night and beats the Kings four to three. Uh, in a in a game where the Kings were scratching and clawing to get back into it, they had a chance at the end of the game to tie things up in in a fashion that the Kings are are pretty used to of of, of uh, you know several games over the course of uh, the last couple of years where they pop one in at the end of the game to tie it up and take her into OT. Uh, but that did not happen last night. The Flames end up beating them in regulation 4-3. And the Kings are they're on a bit of a slide at the moment. They're you know they're they're four four and two in their last ten. Um, not, not the kind of style they were playing before Christmas. And I think Calgary you know had a, had a great game last night. They they play, they always play pretty well in their building. It's a tough building to play in the Saddle Dome. And uh, yeah, the, the, the Kings were close to tying at the at the end there. And uh, you know, big big two points for the Flames, who now sit three points behind the Ducks um, with two games in hand. So this this Pacific Division race is getting real tight, real quick. Yager was a scratch last night in that game, and uh, the healthy scratch. He was scratched. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I just I, I think we talked about this the other day. He just hasn't really found his groove there as of yet. But I think he's the kind of player that you just you pop him in and out of the lineup throughout the course of the year, and as you get to the end of the season, he may be a guy that's going to be able to jump into a, a lineup yeah. spot when when needed and, and be able to, to, to make some things happen and score a goal or get an assist. That's going to be really important. He just has that capability. I, I always wanted... Uh Bob Murray to pick him up and then just see what would happen on the Ducks. I'm, he's a guy that, you know, his his impact is really in the locker room, I think, at, at this stage of his career. You know, guys like Johnny Gaudreau um, are going to look at him and really kind of look at every step that he takes to prepare for a game, every step that he takes on the bench. You know, the, the guy is the second all-time scorer in the NHL, and that that's not for for no reason the guy the guy goes about the game in a certain way he respects the game he loves the game um and you know just to have somebody in that locker room like that the flames are, are really benefiting from that and they, you know they're going to be a better team you know whether or not he puts points up on the board you know I, i've always loved yager for that and you know you look at guys like jonathan march or so who's now just excelling in Vegas, got a big-time contract extension, um, and, and he's attested a lot of his success to, to playing with Yager and, and, you know, getting that experience in Florida. So, you know, he's, he's a great guy, and, yeah, I think this will be his last season. But like you said, he'll he'll chip in at the, at the end, and, um, you know, hopefully the Flames, you know, can, can scrape into the playoffs and, and give Yager one more shot. Throughout the rest of the league last night, the Wild beat the Sabres 6-2. Maple Leafs beat the Sharks 3-2 in a shootout. Did you see the fight between Kadri and Joe Thornton? <laughs> the other bearded one. And, uh, yeah, wow, what a, that was a pretty vicious fight. And, um, 
you know, I think Thornton and Kadri, they've had some bad blood for a while. Um, you know, it goes back goes back a few years. They, they always seem to, to, to play at each other's throats when they play, and then they finally drop the mitts. And, and Kadri, at the end, when he's fallen down, he rips a piece of Joe Thornton's beard out, <laughs> and it's sitting on the ice. And uh, they brought it over to the San Jose bench. <laughs> <laughs> that was unbelievable. Uh, but Kadri was one assist away from getting the uh, Gordie Howe hat trick. He had a goal last night as well. Austin Matthews with a goal. And then the Flyers take down the Islanders in regulation 6 4. Canes take down the Penguins 4 nothing in Pittsburgh. Canadians beat the Lightning in a shootout. Lightning get another point. They keep getting points. They've, they're have they on quite a tear. Uh, Blues beat the Golden Knights 2-1. That's that was a that was a heck of a hockey game, and then the Stars beat the Devils four three. Avalanche beat the Blue Jackets two nothing in Denver. Coyotes beat the Preds in OT. That's a good win for the Coyotes, and then the Panthers and Bruins was postponed because of the crazy storm that's going on in on the East Coast. And uh, was it really? I didn't know. That. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, well, we got slammed yesterday. I mean, well, I'm Boston, in New York, and, and well, Boston really got slammed. I think they got two feet of snow. I mean, they, they, we were predicted in New York to get six to eight inches. We ended up getting about a foot, and I think Boston was predicted to get a foot, and they ended up getting two feet or something like that. And um, man, the wind was absolutely bonkers yesterday, and, and you could barely walk around. You know, and, and people were leaving work early. I left. You know, I think we left work at about. We got to go ahead to, to get out of there at about two o'clock just to get home safe. So, uh, good call. Good call with the NHL and. I'm sure they'll make that game up later in the season. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's it's tricky for teams when you have to make up a game because it, whenever they chuck it back in the schedule, it it, it never seems to work out. And you know, it, it just it always seems like those two points are always huge for those teams. So hopefully, it's not too too big of a deal. But uh, I just want to mention quickly: we were talking about the Leafs. Freddie Anderson fined two thousand dollars again. It's the second fine in the season for diving. And uh, you know, I've always loved love Freddie, but I, I always thought he's a bit of a softy when he was on the Ducks and, uh, you know, needs, needs to grow up a little bit. He, he dove a lot on the Ducks and, and always tried to draw calls, but there's no place for that in this game. You know, you know you're a man, you know, sack up a little bit and take a hit. I mean, you're a goalie, but, but what he's doing is ridiculous. Did you see the video? I did see the video. I, I, yeah. no, I, I don't have a lot to say about it. I, I just... <laughs> Kind of shook my head and 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 moved on from the video. On Face sl- pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On slate tonight, Penguins take on the Islanders on, and at the Barclays Center. Sharks take on the Senators in Ottawa. Panthers take on the Red Wings in Detroit. Sabers take on the Jets in Winnipeg. Golden Knights take on the Blackhawks in Chicago. And lastly, the World Juniors were last night, and sadly for the U.S., they fall to Sweden in the semifinal game, and uh, Sweden will take on Canada in the gold medal game. And uh, is that Saturday night? No, it's tonight. It's today. tonight. So U.S. takes on Czech at one o'clock uh, Pacific time here today, and then, for the bronze. And then Canada takes on Sweden. Sweden has some unbelievable talent. I was pr- very impressed with their team, and it's exciting to see some future NHL talent and see what they do in the, on the big stage and see what they do in an environment in a tournament like the World Junior Championships. Uh, you know, obviously I, I'm a I'm a U.S. fan, but uh, you got to respect the style of play. 
play. Their skating is just so good. Their puck possession is so good. They make great, smart plays. And uh, you know, the game was real good between uh, the, the game was real good from uh, the first and the second, and then into the third. Sweden just took over. They took advantage. They got two shorthanded goals in the same power play, uh, which is a, a big, uh, big mistake by the by the U.S. side. And uh, and then Canada really took it to the Czech Republic seven to two and and just cruised to the championship round. So I'll be very interested to see how Canada does against a strong skating and puck possession team like Sweden. Ducks fans, keep an eye out for Maxime Comtois and Sam Steele on Canada. Both are having uh, real good tournaments. And uh, yeah, Comtois especially, to me, has, has really stuck out. And you know, he's a guy I'm really excited to get in Anaheim. And, and uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you play on a stage like that and you play well, it's it's normally not that long before you're before you're in the NHL. You know, John Gibson, case in point, when he was on the USA hockey team and, and led them to gold. So, big game tonight. And the Ducks play Calgary on Saturday. So we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys after that. And hope you guys have a good Friday. You've been listening to Ducks Hockey on Fire with Coach P and Hank. You can catch Ducks Hockey on Fire at SoundCloud and iTunes. And check us out on social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go, Ducks. Let's-